Welcome to How to Teach a Language, a workshop for one-on-one -on -one language teachers podcast. This is a podcast for those of you who teach a language one-on-one -on -one, in person or using one of those platforms that enable you to teach online. In this podcast, I'm going to help you become an informed, reflective, and effective language teacher by sharing with you how to teach a language based on my knowledge from the studies and literature from the field of second language acquisition, the field that studies every aspect of how we learn a language, and also from my own experience as a language instructor and as a language learner myself. So let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of our podcast, How to Teach a Language. I am Joel Zárate, and it is a pleasure to share a new episode with all of you. Thank you for listening to my podcast, and thank you for wanting to become a better language instructor, a better language teacher. And I hope that all the advice that everything I am sharing with you can help you to achieve that, to become a better, more reflective, and more effective language teacher. In this episode, I am going to first say a few things in Greek, and then we'll get to the content of this episode. If you're new to the podcast, listen to episode two, titled Learn Things in Other Languages, where I explain in detail this activity about saying something in other languages. All right, so let me give it a try. Ya, yaseolus, calimera, calispera, calispera, acuteto how to teach a language podcast, calosorisate, calos ilzate sto how to teach a language podcast. Ευχαριστώ για την ακρόαση του podcast. Αυτό είναι ένα podcast για το πώς μαθαίνουμε γλώσσες. Ας μιλήσουμε για το πώς μαθαίνουμε μία άλλη γλώσσα. Το όνομά μου είναι Χοέλ Σάρατε. Με λένε Χοέλ Σάρατε. Αδειο. Τα λέμε. Σας ευχαριστώ. Σας ευχαριστώ πολύ. Εντάξει. Ας ξεκινήσουμε. Alright. That was... Greek. Remember that at the end of the episode, you can hear the phrases from the native speaker who taught me the phrases, and you can find the PDF with the phrases on the webpage for this episode so that you can give it a try and see if you can learn these phrases as well. All right, so in this episode, I'm going to talk about teaching grammar in context about how to teach grammar. I'm going to share with you some thoughts about teaching grammar in context. But first, I want to make sure that you know that everything that I am sharing with you is to help students who want to speak the language, students who 
want to have conversations, students who want to use language in their communication and want to be able to speak the language fluently. It is not for students who are taking a class, taking exams, and who simply want to pass an exam. For those students, you want to use some other type of strategies. They need strategies to help them to temporarily remember the rules to be able to apply that on their exams. But my goal here in this podcast is to help you understand how it is that we develop the ability to learn a language so that you can help your students to speak the language and eventually become fluent or at least speak with ease in the language that you're teaching them. All right, so in this episode, I'm going to just talk a little bit about teaching grammar in context. And if you wonder how do you teach grammar in context or what does it mean to teach grammar in context, the answer is very simple and at the same time complex. I'll tell you why. When you're having a conversation with one of your students, when you're teaching them a language and you're helping them to communicate, you are always teaching grammar. When you are communicating with your students, you're using grammar as the tool to facilitate the communication. So this is why I say that it is simple. You're always teaching grammar when you are communicating, when you're presenting language in context. Now, the reason why I say that it's complex is because there are many strategies, techniques, and approaches that can help you provide the tools to your students for them to be able to get the most out of the conversation, be able to create connections between the grammar and between what they need to use it for in context. My goal here in this podcast is to, little by little, share some of these strategies, approaches, points of view, and all the information that I know about teaching in context so that you can build your foundation, so that you can build your understanding on how to teach in context and for you to be able to develop your own activities, your own exercises based on what I also share with you in future episodes. In contemporary language teaching, what we definitely know is that you want to teach in context. You always want to teach language in context, not parts of language in isolation with independent sentences that don't have anything to do with each other, but are simply there to practice a conjugation or to just practice a particular property of the language. You always want to teach a language in context and consequently teach grammar in context. So hopefully, little by little, I'll cover different aspects that you need to know about teaching language in context and also information that can help you be able to present language in context more effectively. All right, so how do you teach in context? I'm just going to give you a general idea. And in future episodes, I'm going to share with you specific strategies, 
specific activities, specific exercises that you can do that can support your conversations and that can help your students be able to practice language in context. Or I shouldn't say practice language in context, but experience language in context. Now, let's pretend that you're going to have a one-hour lesson with a student. The first thing that I suggest doing is proposing a topic to your student to talk about during that conversation. And I say this because if you create lesson plans to teach a language, if you have your questions, your activities on your lesson plan, you can always reuse these lesson plans, particularly for topics that most students want to talk about. For example, food. It's one topic that is very popular with students. They want to talk about eating, about food, about cooking, about the food that you eat or the food that they can find in your country. If you propose a topic, you maybe already have the plan and you don't have to work double to be able to prepare for this lesson. You can use your plans and as you keep using your plans, I am confident that you're also going to be polishing those plans and you might think of new activities or new questions that you didn't have before and your plans are only going to be getting better. However, some students have a specific topic that they want to talk about and if they say that this is what I want to talk about, then you can write a plan based on that. And once you have your questions and one or two activities and maybe some vocabulary for the type of conversation that your student wants to have with you, then I suggest giving your student the plan ahead of time so that they can read the questions, they can read your activities, and that will make it easier for them to think about those questions and also to be prepared when they take the lesson with you. It is much better when you give them the content, when you give them the plans and they are able to think and double check anything that they didn't understand because when they have the conversation, it will be easier for them to speak and it will be easier for them to know what they want to talk about. So that is very important to have a plan that you can give to your students. Now, if the goal of this lesson is to also help your student to learn a grammatical rule or a tense on the language that you're teaching them, then what you want to do is put an emphasis on that particular tense on your plan. Let's say that your student wants to practice the past tense. So what you do is in your activities and also on your questions, then you make sure that you provide a lot of questions in the past tense so that they can hear it, they can hear you answer those questions and they can practice also answering those questions. 
the idea is not that you just ask each other questions. The idea is that the questions are going to be able to facilitate the conversation between the two of you. And it is through engaging in this communication where you are sharing information with each other and that you're learning about each other, about the world or about the culture through your questions, then that's when you're providing a communicative conversation, a communicative lesson. So make sure that whatever property you want to highlight, that you provide a lot of examples of that property in your conversation. Now, you can also do this. If you're teaching your student for one hour, you can spend five minutes at the beginning of your lesson talking about the grammar rule or the tense that you're going to be emphasizing, that you're going to be highlighting throughout the conversation. You can spend five to ten minutes max and that will be the opportunity for you to just clarify any questions but provide just a little bit of information about the grammar rule. However, the next 50 minutes should be focused on having the conversation and if your student has a question or if you notice some error that keeps appearing often, then you can do what we usually know as a pop-up grammar lesson. You don't want to correct every single mistake that your student is making because that interrupts the flow of the conversation. That interrupts the ability for your student to concentrate, to have the mental resources focused on meaning and understanding, which is very important to make what we know as four meaning connections, meaning that as they are focusing on the meaning and they are experiencing the language, little by little, we are also connecting how the words provide the information in the language. In other words, we are noticing the grammatical rules in context, but on the side. So I don't want to interrupt that. But if you notice that there are mistakes that keep happening and that you can attack at a one single occasion, then that's when you can say, okay, let me just mention something about this grammar rule. Or that's where you can give a quick explanation, give the correct forms, and then go back to your conversation. So. That is the best way to present grammar from time to time without interrupting the flow of the conversation or interrupting your student's thinking process. Now, one last thing that I am going to do today is that I'm going to share with you a couple of lessons in Spanish a couple of lessons to have conversations, but at the same time are focused on particular grammar topics. And this way you can see some examples 
of the kinds of plants that I am talking about and see what you think, see what you would change, how you would present it in the language that you're teaching. And I hope that these plants can give you some ideas and hopefully they can also help you to figure out how you can come up with your own lesson plans that are focused on grammar. I'm going to leave those on the webpage for this episode and you can find a link to that page on the show notes. All right, I think that's all that I am going to cover today. There is a lot more to talk about in regards to how you can apply different strategies and how you can best offer a grammar lesson within a communicative conversation. And I am going to come back to specific strategies, to specific techniques and specific concepts to help you become a better language instructor. I hope that what I am sharing with you is helping you. I want to share my knowledge with all of you and little by little I am going to cover a lot of topics and share other lessons in other languages so that you can also experience learning a language and seeing different plants applied in other languages and I hope that can give you perspective and that can also help you to come up with your own ideas on the kinds of activities and the types of exercises that you can create to teach in a communicative context. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It was a pleasure to talk to you again and share my knowledge with all of you. And now I am just going to end this episode by sharing with you the audio from the native speaker of Greek who taught me the phrases in Greek. Thank you so much, everybody, and I'll see you on the next episode. Γεια! Γεια σε όλους! Καλημέρα! Καλησπέρα! Καλησπέρα! Ακούτε το SLA Podcast. Καλώς ορίσατε! Καλώς ήλθατε στο SLA Podcast. Ευχαριστώ για την ακρόαση του podcast. Αυτό είναι ένα podcast για το πώς μαθαίνουμε γλώσσες. Ας μιλήσουμε για το πώς μαθαίνουμε μια άλλη γλώσσα. Το όνομά μου είναι Χόελ Σάρτε. Με λένε Ζόελ Σάρτε. Αντίο, τα λέμε, σας ευχαριστώ. Σας ευχαριστώ πολύ. Εντάξει, ας ξεκινήσουμε. Γεια, γεια σε όλους. Καλημέρα, καλησπέρα, καλησπέρα. Ακούτε το SLA Podcast. Καλωσορίσατε. Καλώς ήλθατε στο SLA Podcast. Ευχαριστώ για την ακρόαση του podcast. Αυτό είναι ένα podcast για το πώς μαθαίνουμε γλώσσες. Ας μιλήσουμε για το πώς μαθαίνουμε μια άλλη γλώσσα. Το όνομά μου είναι Χόελ Σάρατε. Με λένε Χόελ Σάρατε. Αντίο. Τα λέμε. Σας ευχαριστώ. Σας ευχαριστώ πολύ. Εντάξει. Ας ξεκινήσουμε. All right. That is all for this episode. If you like the podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast, on your iPhone, iPad, or on iTunes. If you are using a different app, and if the app 
that you are using allows you to rate the podcast, please rate the podcast to help the podcast grow. If you want to explore my other podcast, you can find the links to my other podcast and my website on the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast and I hope you enjoyed it and I'll see you on the next episode. See you later. Adiós.